Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories, and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle, and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Lara Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Today, we have a beautiful and happy soul lined up for you. But before I introduce her, I want to take a quick reminder of our most recent guest, Corrine Reeve. She's a transformational wellness coach from Australia who shares her insight and energy healing and how to do positive affirmations if you feel like they're not working. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you'll find more resources to help you live a life in purple. On today's show, we have speaker, entrepreneur, coach, and best-selling author of Unbreakable Spirit, Rising Above the Impossible. Bonnie Silver has a passion to truly serve others. She has a special place in her art for veterans and helping them gain confidence and strength through intuitive and holistic approaches. Bonnie also helps all to become the best version of themselves. Welcome to the show, Bonnie. How are you today? I'm fabulous, Lauren. I'm I'm really excited to be here and uh, and share from my vantage point and see how I can support and and serve your audience. I'm really excited, Bonnie. The feeling is very mutual. I'm excited that you are here, and I can't wait for the listeners to glean from you and and truly your fabulous experience that you've had. So, Bonnie, before we get into your tips for healing and success, will you just share a little bit about yourself and your journey before you got into the health and wellness field and where you're from? Okay, great. I am, I'm originally from Chicago, uh, Southwest suburb. You know, the, the health and, and well, well-being, as, as I like to say, um, because it's all about the being for me to be well. Um, it has been a journey, a lifelong journey. I, I'm now 48, and let me tell you, I've I've run the gamut in my life. Um, from an early age, I I struggled with self-image, and I, I mean, I, I can remember in second grade, just like not feeling comfortable in my skin or in my body, and judging myself from that young of an age. And through that, you know, I mean, it started. I guess my parents got divorced when I was three, and I kind of um, was always challenged with finding out who I am, how I was supported in life. And, and I, I think it, it rested on my body image or lack of body image for, you know, for the best thought there. So as I journey through life, I find myself, my mom remarried, find myself in Indiana, in a new city, in a new state, state, in a new school and kind of out of control in my life. And that's when I became bulimic. And I think for me, I was trying to find some control in my life. And I thought I could control that. Um, When my mom found out about it, I was sent to therapy and I 
healed it, I, I guess, uh, and through the group therapy, I, I kind of look at the other girls that were struggled and, and struggling and, and challenges well with their body image. And I was able to look within myself and, and know that I can, I can overcome this. And so I, I didn't do it again. Um, fast forward, I was a flight attendant in my late teens and loved that job. But then I got downsized because the company went bankrupt. Uh, it was Eastern Airlines. So I'm kind of dating myself here. But when they went out of business, I had to do some soul searching again. So I find myself 23, really not sure what to do with my life. Um, call my older brother, who is active duty um, Marine Corps, had recently got back from the Gulf War, and I'm asking him for advice. And he suggested I look into the military. And so I did. And I was far from what you would consider in the military, not totally girly, girly, but definitely afraid of guns and had never fired one and really not in exercise and, um, all this, all these things that you would envision. And so, um, but I took his advice. I heeded his advice and, and I went to the, down to the recruiting station and, and I joined and it was one of the best decisions of my life. Um, but concurrently, I also continued to challenge was continuing to be challenged with my health and, and well-being and self-image for that matter. So here I am in the military and I'm overcoming all these hurdles and obstacles and I'm starting to feel better about myself, but um, still challenged. I find myself in Korea and I'm an animal lover and an animal advocate and they eat dog there, which is, is, is foreign to me and not comfortable for me. So I gave up red meat in fear of that. I might be served dog. Okay. So now I, I no longer eat red meat. I come back stateside and then I deploy to Southwest Asia where they eat camel. So again, I decide, you know, um, pro animal, I'm not going to eat any of the meat because I don't want to be fed camel. So I'm I, here. I am in the Middle East, not um, educated on proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, and understanding how the body works and what nutrients I need. So I lived on carbs and sugar, basically carbs are sugar for my whole deployment. I got really, really sick and came back stateside. Found out um, I had blown out my thyroid, basically, and so now I'm on a whole nother um, spiral. Fast forward, all this whole time, by the way, I'm addicted to diet soda, um, and it's now it's now twenty. Um, I think it's two thousand nine, and I'm more in tune with myself. I I've since had trainers. I now understand protein, fats, carbohydrates. I've, I've got a little more knowledge under my belt. I'm still not totally taking care of myself, but definitely listening to listening to my intuition. Um, I, it's, I wake up or well, I, I should say, okay. So I fall asleep, I wake up and in, I remember my dream and my dream was this led light flashing and going around and around cervical cancer, cervical cancer. And the inner voice said, if you don't stop drinking diet Coke or diet sodas, you're going to get cervical cancer. And I knew it like I, like from the depths of my being, 
And so I, I was like, okay, I'm listening. I quit cold Turkey. I fasted, did not eat or drink for six days, detoxed my body, went through, I mean, you would have thought it was drug, um, drug rehab as much as my body went through like this detoxing from the chemicals in my body. And then fast forward, um, continued to learn, you know, about my health and nutrition, but now it's 10 months later and I have a tumor in my cervix. They find a tumor and they do a biopsy. And I knew it was going to be benign because I listened to that call and thank God it was. Um, and I did end up having to have a hysterectomy because it was such a huge tumor. It was the size of a grapefruit and it was hindering so much of, of my body um, functioning optimally. And so I, I, I mean, my journey, when I say it's been a lifelong journey, it has been a lifelong journey and a process. And, and I am still, um, I'm still learning every day and open to learning every day. Bonnie. Okay. So a lot right there, a lot of vulnerability. And I, I really, I want to take a vulnerable moment with myself here listeners. So my story is, is very similar to yours. Now I didn't experience this the military um, part of, of what your story is like, but relating to body image, so many people struggle with that. And for you to tell us this and then um, telling us that you have bulimia, you see, I did too, but I was, I was really good at convincing people that I didn't. So I would end up throwing up in front of people. And so um, I didn't get the help back then that I needed. However, I believe, just like you said, listening to your intuition and and um, thanking God for how you did listen to it. Oh my goodness, so many goosebumps. I was trying not to cry because I related so much to your story. And um, I really want the listeners to grab a hold, though, of what you did. It's that power of listening to the inner voice. And we're going to get to that. But you, you mentioned that you went through this pretty heavy detox that I want to talk about just a little bit. So I know that you said a little bit like a drug it was kind of like a drug addiction because you were addicted to diet soda. And I agree with you. Diet soda is one of the worst things that you can possibly drink and put in your body. And um, I, I would love for you to walk us through a little bit of what that looked like for the listeners. So, so that you give them hope and let them know that they can do it as well. But walk them through that journey. Um, so, yes, I was addicted to Diet Coke. I mean, I, I, I know that I was dehydrated. I believe that the majority of, of us are, are dehydrated. We don't drink enough water. Basically, um, uh, you know, we're 70, what, over 70% made of water. And, and how much water do we drink on an average a day? So here I was drinking three to four diet sodas a day. I don't even remember drinking water. Like I, I don't even remember drinking water. Like, you know, sure. Maybe a little sip here, a little sip there. Um, so, so when I got the download and the knowing that I had to stop this and, and we all have it, we all get those nudges and those messages. But the question is, do we listen to them or do we choose to ignore them? And I knew um, if I chose to ignore it, I was going to have cervical cancer. And so my choice was, I am choosing <laughs> to quit diet soda. I, that my health is more important to me. So the detox for me is quite honestly, I did the master cleanse. I, I did, um, it was really popular back then. That is the, um, the left or well, basically it's water, lemons, 
um, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup. So the lemons is kind of detoxifies the body. Um, the cayenne pepper speeds up the metabolism, and the maple syrup basically regulates your blood sugar. And so that was what I did. I did not eat anything, and, and I drank a lot of water. Now, it's interesting because I love water now. Like, I probably drink a gallon a day at least. I mean, I it is my beverage of choice. And I in, in, in knowing how I am now, my skin is better, my my, I'm just healthier. I have more energy. I feel better. I sleep better. Like it's just, it's kind of like we get so used to feeling bad. Like we, like physically we get so used to it because it's this gradual process because we're not taking care of ourselves. And so once you start feeling better, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I felt so bad for so long. Why did I not do this sooner? And that happened to me. Bonnie, I'm nodding my head yes. So you said a few things that I really want the listeners to write down because they might have forgotten just like you did and you are telling us that our body is 70% made of water. And you were telling us that you were, you can't even remember drinking water when you were addicted to diet soda. I'm thinking, oh my goodness. Um, I can't even imagine how you were feeling. Like you said, we get so used to feeling bad. We don't know what it's like to feel good. And so um, I'm very familiar with the cleanse that you talked about um and it's it's still popular in a few circles i think and all over pinterest if you know too i find it there but you conquered it you truly listen to that inner voice and that's the other thing i want um the listeners to know because you said i am choosing to get better you said my health is more important listeners i really want you all to feel the same way to be the same way and here bonnie is she's about to help you unlock Unlock this little thing that you have inside of you, which is your intuitive voice that you can listen to. So, Bonnie, I can only imagine the amount of pain and fatigue that you did go through as you started to heal. But I find it inspirational, and I love that word, inspirational, that you chose to listen to your inner voice. Do you have any words of wisdom for the listeners who are overcoming or who have been ignoring, let me say that, who have been ignoring their inner voice and maybe why many people do that in the first place? So I, I do. Um, I, I feel that, um, well, I have this saying that God whispers to us. And if we don't listen, he'll tap us on the shoulder. And if we don't listen, he'll give us a little shake. And if we don't listen, we get knocked on our bum. (laughs) And basically, if you don't want to get knocked on your bum, you need to start listening to the calls when they come. It's time. It's your time. And as far as um, advice or tips or suggestions in that, I'm very much a warrior of my words. And what that means is I choose power words. So I don't believe in shoulda, coulda, woulda, or um, try. I believe in do or don't do, or I choose or I choose not to, because those are very empowering words because I'm in power of myself. So I am very deliberate and intentional in that. And I do believe our words are so powerful because they become our thoughts and then our thoughts become our beliefs and those become our actions. So if you start there and you just start modifying from that space, you can just have a whole ripple effect that your life can can change in, in ways that you never dreamed of um, for the positive just by taking those steps. 
Okay, I'm going to say boom right there. I wish you could see my paper right now where I've written so many notes because there's so, so much power behind every word that you say. I've had the same aha moments and I'm getting really excited because I'm holding on to every word you say. Listeners, I hope that you're holding on to what Bonnie is saying as well because she said, I'm a warrior of my words. Do or don't, not shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, that is so good, so empowering. And I love also how you said God with to us goosebumps right there Bonnie so he'll tap us he'll shake us and then he'll knock us down on our bum girl I have had that experience I don't know how many times maybe I'm thick-headed maybe the listeners you're a little thick-headed too but the question is do you want to get knocked down on your bum Bonnie that was a beautiful way of explaining how we should listen to our inner voice so oh I so much to learn from you. Along your journey of healing, I believe that you've discovered that it's highly important to love yourself. So I've had that similar aha moment and I came, I came across one of your articles about how people are driven or how they think they show love. It's either internal or, or external. Will you explain the difference to the listeners between internally driven and externally driven? Well, sure. Um, you know, When you think of externally or outside of ourselves, we can't control any of that. Um, So we're at the mercy of whatever comes our way. When we're internally driven, we get to do the driving. Um, and, and, And even when external things happen, it's going to be how do we respond to it? We're still in control. We still have power in that moment because it's, it's a matter of what, um, what we're, how we're going to react or respond to what's happened. But for me, being internally driven is, is, is having the choices come from within, making the choices that serve my highest good, knowing what my purpose is, my mission is, what um, brings me joy, what brings me happiness. And it doesn't mean that I'm not there for other people externally, but when I am, I do it without expectations. So when you're externally driven, you tend to have expectations. And again, that, uh, that means it's outside of yourself and you have no control. So if you keep doing for other people and you're expecting things in return and you're not getting them, then you're, you're probably suffering. There's probably a lot of suffering coming, going on. And and I want to recognize that and it's real. So I challenge you to, to start becoming internally driven. And then if you do choose to do things for other people externally outside of yourself, do it without any expectations, keep yourself in check and be aware of how you're doing things and where you're coming from. Be more spiritually driven and in, in alignment with what brings you joy. Start saying no to things that don't bring you joy anymore. And you're going to find that your world is going to improve and a lot of the suffering that you've been enduring is going to go away. Goosebumps once again. That was really good how you how you said externally, you know, if we show love externally or um, if we are driven externally, we have expectation. And expectation, probably what you said is we are suffering. And that is so true, even from my own experience, watching um, my friends and helping them and clients 
Oh, that's such a mind-blowing thing that you said. So internally, we do things without expectation, but we do it also out of love and a true love, um, internal love is what you say. And so um, start saying no to things that don't bring you joy. That's, that's one thing I want the listeners to write down. We have a very difficult sometimes to say no, at least for me. And I'm learning... I'm learning that so much right now. Oh my goodness. To start saying things, you know, start saying no to things you don't enjoy. And so that means you have to define what does bring you joy. Oh my goodness. So, so, um, Bonnie, you talk a lot about your belief system in your articles and work, which I'm a huge fan of, by the way, and the listeners know this, but one of your perspectives captures my attention and it has to do with the negative emotions. Will you share with us what happens to the body and or mind when we allow negative emotions to creep in? Definitely. So I, I, I love this part because this is the part that, um, you know, took me many years to get to understanding and, and recognizing. So we have a lot of emotions, um, obviously, and, and many of us have a lot of trauma that we've dealt with, um, possibly from our childhood or maybe later in life, possibly um, both because patterns keep repeating themselves until we get the lesson. Um, but what happens is the emotions, if we, if we stuff them down or if the trauma isn't healed, it settles within our human body. So it's settling there in our cells. And um, one of my favorite authors is Louise Hay, um, who wrote the best-selling book, um, Heal, Your, Heal Your Body. And she had done research that when she was um, counseling people, um, she recognized that when they would come in and they might complain about money problems, they also happen to have the physical pain um, or problem of lower back pain. Or if someone came in that maybe was raped or molested, um, a female might have female problems. Um, or like if someone was really stubborn and stuck in the ego, they might have knee or elbow pain or neck pain where they're kind of stuck and they don't have that flexibility. And so what she did is she started uh, writing these things down and tracking them. And she made a booklet and this booklet, and it's an amazing story. I'm not going to go into it because she, I could never share her story as well as she does. Um, so I encourage you to look her up and, and read about her story and your reader and your uh, listeners as well. Um, but she ended up um, publishing this book, well, well, printing it out, selling all of her printouts and then publishing. And, and now she's, um, she owns Hay House Publishing, which is the largest metaphysical publishing company. Um, and, and she's just, she's just, I've met her twice and she's just this beautiful enlightened soul. But I, I have come in my own journey because I, I only believe, um, what I, my beliefs are limited to my experiences that I had and my experiences constantly grown, expand. Therefore my beliefs constantly grown, expand. But when something resonates and something clicks and something is, I recognize it in my life then I know that to be true. And so I know it to be true for me uh, because of my own experiences that that's, that's what happens. Your body will physically start showing the ramifications of emotions, trauma, and pain that you have not healed, worked through, acknowledged, 
etc. Okay, boom, nailed it right there. So I'm nodding my head, yes, from personal experience. I was molested from my past, and I had um, very, very difficult times with my 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 female parts. And so I was told I wasn't supposed to have kids. All right, listeners, I just, I'm telling you this from personal experience to let you know how trauma can manifest. So I ignored it. I thought I told one or two people and then that was good, but I ignored my inner voice for so long that it became even more because I knew I was called to help others in this specific area, trauma, depression, molestation, sexual abuse. And so clearly God had a, a huge plan for me. And I, I ended up having two kids, all natural on his, on God's timing, not mine. And I struggled with that. I struggled being pregnant. And I know a lot of people are like, who go and try to get pregnant because they have these issues, but I didn't want to, because I was already ready to not have kids. And so the journey has been very interesting, like you said, but how you pointed out that when we recognize it, when we start dealing with it, your body starts getting better. So I think along the way, as I started telling a few people, I started allowing myself to heal, even though mentally I was still in a very um, interesting place that, um, your body can heal. That's the other cool thing. When you start to recognize the power of manifestations and then that's how you help people work on it. And I also love how you pointed out the Hay House Publishing. I have so much goosebumps right there and how it turned in that story. So I want the listeners, if they want to hear it again, they'll hit rewind and, and play it over and take some really good notes um, of just a few things that you tapped on and mentioned on. Bonnie. Oh my goodness. It's so good. Um, all right. So I'm going to continue on. Also, I noticed, Bonnie, that you talk about standing in front of the mirror, okay, and loving every part of you. This is something that I also tell my my clients and my listeners. So when I read this about you, I'm going, what? I need you to explain this or elaborate on this for the listeners a little bit more, especially the ones who have been too sad, because I've heard it lately, I, can't, I don't remember the last time I actually looked in the mirror. So will you walk us through and elaborate on why it's important to love every part of you, even standing in front of the mirror? Yes, definitely. So the windows are the, um, or the eyes are the windows to the soul. And it's easy for us to go through life and, and connect with other people and look them in the eye. Um, but it's also um, paramount or tantamount actually for us to look at ourselves in the mirror and connect with ourselves and um, the depths of ourselves. And I, I encourage people to do mirror work and uh, talking with themselves, positive affirmations, even if as simple as I love you, but really connecting, not in a, in a passing by, oh, I love you. No, really connecting like you would your child if your child were hurting and you wanted to comfort your child or your partner if you wanted your partner to know how much, how deeply you cared. I I suggest that um, my clients do that with themselves. Connect with yourself. It can be a very um, transformational opportunity and gift that you can give yourself. And then and then work your way up if you've got the body images, you know, take your clothes off and connect with yourself and find those parts of your body that that you love and appreciate because your body is responding to you. You're one. We like to separate ourselves. Everything in this world is about segregation and it breaks my heart because I'm about connection and oneness. And so I like to think of our body as a part of us, not this separate entity. So when you're looking in the mirror and you're connecting, connect with you and love on you and love your belly 
for the babies that you you gave birth to and 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 nurtured and love your you know your your mouth because it it gives you the opportunity to communicate um love your feet because they allow you to get where you want to go in life you know love on you love on those parts that that maybe you've you've neglected or have never acknowledged um work your way up to to the challenging parts that you've judged and recognize that the judgment doesn't serve you anymore it's about love and acceptance and if you want love and acceptance in the world as Gandhi says be the difference you wish to see so look in the mirror and be that person that you want others to be in the world if you can't love yourself how are you truly loving another because we're we're we can only give from that that place of where we are. So I'm I'm really encouraging your listeners um, to to really deep dive within themselves and and make that that connection with themselves and and make the commitment of the connection with themselves and you know do it every day for for 30 days. Say something positive to yourself. Connect with yourself on that that level as you never have before because if 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 nothing changes nothing changes if you want a different result you have to do things differently and you have to start now there's no better time than now listeners Okay, so I know some of you are getting convicted right now, and maybe you even shut it off, and I hope you come back to it. I know you're going to because you know that what Bonnie said was exactly what you needed to hear. I needed to hear it, and it's something that that is so needed. I am I agree with you wholeheartedly that we don't see ourselves as connected. Our body is connected to us. I love how you said, go ahead and take off your clothes and stand in front of the mirror and find and say and speak what you love about yourself. This has been huge in my transformation. Bonnie, I've done this, and I still do this um, almost every day. I will do it in the privacy of my bathroom, and I will do this. And and like you said, um, be that warrior of your words. And so um, this is very true. Judgment doesn't serve you. That's one thing I want the listeners right now, if you're struggling, to look in the mirror. Judgment doesn't serve you. And then challenge yourself for 30 days or start small for 10 days. If nothing changes, just like Bonnie said, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And this right here, we are lacking in um, loving ourselves. So the other question that you ask, if we don't truly love ourselves, how can we love others? And this is something that I've said, oh my goodness, until I'm blue in the face. And this is something hard for people to understand because they think that loving yourself equals pride. And that is not at all that. So well done. Well done, my dear. Thank you. So moving on, Bonnie, you know, you just talked about these affirmations and standing in front of the mirror looking at yourself. So I love picking people's brains about positive affirmations. And um, I want to know if you have any positive affirmations or mantras that you say. Do you have even a mantra that you live by or any positive affirmations that we could use um, on a daily basis or even a daily routine that we can glean value from you? Okay, so this this is this is funny because um i i when when i heard you talk to um your listeners and say you know you may have turned this off but you know you're ready to hear it so it's interesting um this was many 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 years ago probably over a decade ago one of the sayings that came forward that resonated with me it's it sounds really simple i am open to everything and attached 
to nothing. Well, as simple as that was, my ego did not want me to get that lesson, did not. It liked me being attached to things. My ego liked me um, in the suffering and spirit wanted me to get the lesson so I could be free from my own binds and my own chains and my own prison. And so my favorite is I am open to everything and attached to nothing. And I struggled with it. Oh, did I struggle with it? Um, I, I, I would, I would go throughout my day and be like, okay, I am, I am, what am I? I had to write it down on my hand and read it as simple as it was. So I, I want your listeners to know, I get it. I get it. That sometimes it's the simplest things that, that are the most challenging because that's where the greatest lessons are. That's where the the cat the the big you know um, uh, catalyst is the big movement the big shift the big aha um, where we turn the corner. So I I'm going to implore you to really really heed those messages that you are are feeling struggled with, but know they're important to you. The struggle is so real, Bonnie. I get it. I'm here going, oh my goodness, I feel for you when you couldn't even remember how to say it. I am open to everything and attached to nothing. Oh, that one's good. And that one's definitely resonating with me. But uh, I thank you for being vulnerable, though, because it is, it is a very real struggle. Yes, I'm sure the listeners are going to want to turn this off because they think it's hokey pokey. And it's, e- it's easier for people to say that, oh, this won't work for me. Um, and so that's why I'm like, you know, you need to hear it. I knew I needed to hear it, Bonnie. I remember I had a friend tell me, don't you think it's time to take care of you? My body's locking up. My body was fighting. Oh my goodness, my mind and body totally disconnected. And so this one definitely resonates with me. Listeners, I hope it does. And actually, I'm sure it does. I am open to everything and attached to nothing. Wow. Oh, okay. So I really love asking this question to, to a lot of my um, guests. And it's what lesson have you been learning recently as you have been helping others? So I, it's intriguing because every year um, I like to have my word for the year. And um, my word last year was focus. And then this year, 2017, my word was wealth. And I was struggling with it. And, and I, I didn't know why until I got my own inner voice, my aha, that it was about my worth. It's my word this year is really about my worth, because as I find my worth, define my worth, um, I will create the wealth. And I, that's, again, a lifelong journey, my whole life, you know, trying to find my worth at different junctures and moving forward. Um, yeah. So, so is, that's probably what's coming up a lot lately with my clients is, is cause we're reflections of each other. We're mirrors to one another is helping them look at themselves and see their value and their worth and how they show up in this world, uh, is not only needed and this, you know, it's, it's a, a true necessity, but they are deserving of payment in exchange for their gifts. 
That one hits home really hard right now. And I'm sure for some of the listeners, Lip Talk Nation, are you struggling with your worth? I love that you said that you chose wealth, but it really was about reflecting upon where you're finding your worth. Uh, I love having a word for the year as well. And and so that really, like I said, it really hits home. Um, it speaks really um, well to me. It's resonating. And so listeners... This is really about your self-worth. So I would heed the advice that Bonnie has been given you and write them down, re-listen to it over and over again because it's not just a one-time thing. You can take notes and memorize some of the things she said and, and reach out to some of the resources that she spoke about as well. Bonnie, thank you so much for sharing your story and, and really being vulnerable with this. But now it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. We call this our lightning round. The questions are simple, easy to answer. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Bonnie, are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, with a smile on her face, I can hear it through the phone. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, time travel. <laughs> Ooh, time, time travel. Time travel it is. How do you like your coffee? Uh, I actually prefer chai <gasps> latte. <gasps> Me yeah. too. I love a good vanilla Me chai. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mix it. You I do. I have vanilla, I have spice. Ooh, yeah. okay. I'm intrigued yeah. by that too. I, I do love a good chai. All right. This is a difficult one. Most embarrassing moment. You know, I probably have a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I go, I go, I go, I go through life, and I, I really embrace, um, mm-hmm. embrace my my goofiness and and challenges. Oh. But one that really popped to my mind is uh, it was shortly after I moved to California, and I was in uh, went to IKEA. I had my son, and he was in a stroller, and I go to IKEA, and I've never been there before, and it's you know this huge, um, you know building uh-huh. and many floors. And I go, I go into the bathroom. I'm, I'm rushing. I go in the bathroom. I, I, I go into the stall and, and then all of a sudden, um, I, I hear men's voices. Oh no. And, <laughs> and so I open the door and there's men at urinals, which I didn't notice walking oh, in. Man. And I close the door real quick. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the wrong bathroom. And, and so they they saw the stroller under the door. <laughs> so one guy says, well, it's not like you've never seen it before. And I was mortified. <laughs> I was I was absolutely, I said, oh, my God, I just want to get out of here. I was so embarrassed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I just pictured it all. <laughs> Oh, the feeling of the embarrassment. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with us. And and you are definitely quite resilient now, I can tell. Um, Bonnie, thank you so much for that. So what is your favorite food? Chicago deep dish pizza. Oh, Chicago. Yep, Giordano. Oh, you know, that's where. Deep dish pizza. Yes, that's where the deep dish was born. Chicago right there. Okay, so if you could have any car in the world, what would it be? I am absolutely in love with the Tesla. Uh, yes. It's on my dream board. It's uh-huh. uh, on my wish list, and that's what I'm focused for. I love the energy efficiency. I love the sleek design. Um, I love just I, – I've, I've sat in a few models before. Oh, I was going to ask you I if just, you sat in one yet. 
Yes, gorgeous inside. I've not driven one yet. No. Oh, I I can't wait to. No, can't wait to drive my own one day. Yeah, so what color would you want it to be then? Um, silver. Silver or gold. Okay. I'm kind of simple. Yeah, silver or gold. No, simple is really good. I can picture that right now. All right, final question of our our lightning round. What is your favorite color? I have different colors for different reasons. Oh. I love decorating with more, more neutrals. Uh-huh. But as far as wearing, I love wearing royal blue. I feel it makes my eyes pop. Oh, that just made me happy. I'm writing with a royal blue pen right now. See, I wrote it down. Oh. Oh, it does. Oh, and it makes your eyes pop. There you go. Oh, Bonnie, thank you so much for sharing those fun facts about you and, and for us to get to know you on a personal level. As we wrap up the interview, do you have any final words of encouragement for the listeners? And here it is. This is going to be crazy. So do you have any final tips for those who know the right things to do but struggle to take action? Uh, well, first I want to validate, um, you're not alone. We've all been there. We're all, um, you know, it's, it's human nature to procrastinate. It's human nature for us to put off the one thing we know we need to do. It's, it's human nature for us to put ourselves on the back burner. Uh, so I would challenge to, um, make yourself a priority. And even if it's in the small ways of, um, taking a time out for a bath or, um, going for a walk or, uh, you know, taking yourself to a movie, but find some ways to nurture yourself. We're so busy in the doing go, 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 do, 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 do. And for the world, right. Our families, our jobs, our businesses, our, you know, significant other, our pets, our household. And so we lose us in that process. And so I, I would really encourage you to, to make yourself a priority. Um, take that time for you to reconnect. This right here is, is a beautiful answer because this is something that I am working on as well. When I have people say they all, they know the right things to do. They just don't want to take action. And I'm looking on what to tell them. And and this is a great resource for them right here, Bonnie, your words of wisdom, find ways to really nourish yourself. But I love that you said validate. It's okay. You, you validate that you're not alone and, and it's human nature to put others first or to put ourselves on the back burner. So, um, lip talk nation, heed warning to this. If you already know what to do, but you struggle and it's okay, find a way to nourish yourself. Seriously, Bonnie, what an honor to have you on the show. Your story and tips for wellness are truly inspiring. There's that word again. Will you tell us how we can find out more about you and get your free book, The Seven Steps Guidebook, How to Get to Be, and any other projects that you might be working on? Uh, thank you, Laura, for, for that. Um, yes, I, I welcome and invite uh, your your listeners to my website, which is my name, BonnieLSilver.com, and they can get my um, my ebook free, downloadable ebook, How to Get to Be. So, so all that doing we were talking about, these are seven steps to actually give you the opportunity to, to nurture yourself and to go within and show yourself grace. Um, I, in my latest project, I'm really excited because I'm, I'm all about collaboration and I'm, I'm, I'm working with a, a dear friend of mine who's also a coach and we're working on a communications course, an online course, because we feel in this day and age, 
so much is lost with communication. Uh, we're so used to technology. We're so used to talking. Um, and it's about getting back to the basics and, and learning how to communicate effectively in the personal and business relationships so we can succeed. And, and um, yeah, so really excited. And, and that should be available by mid, mid-month. Um, not, not February, I'm sorry, March, mid-month March. Okay, that totally gave me goosebumps because you're exactly right. Communication, people need to get back to the basics. And I say this often, not every day, but often, we have to learn how to communicate because it will solve resolutions for um, just people frustrated. So I am looking forward to this, so I can't wait. And then BonnieLSilver.com, listeners, that's where you can find out more about Bonnie and download her free ebook. Bonnie, you are so amazing. Thank you so much for being with us, uh, Life in Purple. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you, Lauren. Your energy is contagious, and I, I just, it's been such a treat and a special gift to be here. So thank you. Thank you for oh. all you do in, 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 in this world and shining your bright light. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sending you a hug. I'm hugging you right now. Seriously, thank you. I'm receiving. <laughs> yes. You. There you go, listeners. Thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple, where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. Lip Talk Nation. If you've enjoyed today's episode or any of our previous episodes, I want to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to lara at larasprag.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.